The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Masechet Yoma has been dedicated in memory of Mazal Bat Esther Baghdadi and Yosef Ben Mazal Baghdadi by their family. Ruach Hashem Tanihem Began Eden. Amen. Today's daf has been dedicated by North Fork Bank and its private banking department with Gabriel Safti. Hashem Ishmedehu Bihayehu. We would like to thank North Fork Bank and urge our listeners to patronize this generous financial institution. On a uh, private note, we'd like to thank Mr. Gabriel Safti for his continued support for all our programs here at uh, Daf Yomi, Torah Learning Resources, and the Torah Center. Today's Daf has been dedicated in memory of Yosef Ben Mazal and Shalom Rafael Ben Mazal. Ruach Hashem Tanihem Began Eden Amen. Today's daf is being studied. Amen. Today's daf is being studied. Yitain Hashem et kol ha'ubim nefanenu negafim nefnehem HaKadosh Baruch Hu yishmor v'yatsil chayalei saval Yisrael v'gam toshavei eris Yisrael mekot pega u'mahala mekot sarav u'mahala Menzat Hashem dam hav shalom ha'shket v'betach shomer Yisrael shomer she'erit Yisrael ve'al yovad Yisrael hennei lo yanum v'dovishan shomer Yisrael u'bal siyon go'el amen ve'amen we begin today's dap on Dab Samich Aleph Hamud Rishon Top line starting from Amar Ula Amar Ula Sa'ir Shashachato Kodem Matan Damo Shilpar Lo Asam Velo Kelum So Ula comes along and says that Let's say they slaughtered the Sa'ir Before they sprinkled the blood of the Par Let's remind ourselves of the order First they would uh, sprinkle the blood of the Par in the Kodesh Kodeshim, then the Kohen would go out, slaughter the Sa'ir, Sa'ir Lashem, and then go back in and slaughter and sprinkle the the blood of the Sa'ir. Over here, he did something out of order. Over here, he uh, spring, he slaughtered the Sa'ir. Sa'ir Shashahato, Kodem Matandamo Shilpar, before he actually sprinkled the Blood of the pot. So the Gemara's language in the name of Ula is Lo Asa Velo Kelum. So he did nothing, which means he has to repeat. Look at Rashi. Actually, we continue the Gemara's question. Tenan, Gemara's going to ask the question. Higdim da masail le damapar. We learned in our Mishnah that if in the Kodesh Kodashim they uh, preempted the Sa'ir blood to the par blood. So we said that's out of order in the Kodesh Kodashim. So now how do you rectify that? Yahzor Achar Damapar. So we just said sprinkle uh, the dam of the Sa'id again and therefore you put it back in order. You're putting par now before Sa'id. But if Ula is correct, Yahzor According to Ullah, it's not enough just to sprinkle the Sa'ir blood after the par, 
Because even if you sprinkle it, still the shehita of the sa'ir preempted the sprinkling of the par. And according to you, Ula, even the shehita of the of the sorry, the shehita of the sa'ir preempted the sprinkling of the par. And according to you, Ula, that that's considered out of order. It's not asavi Again, our Mishnah's deen was what you sprinkled sa'ir then par, but definitely out of order. What do you got to do? Sprinkle the sa'ir one more time. Now you put the side in the right place, and the pot is in the right place. What do you mean? According to Allah, that's not enough. Bottom line, the shikhita of the sa'ir was done out of order. Allah's deen was, if you slaughter the sa'ir before you sprinkle the par, so therefore, Allah's, how are you going to explain the Mishnah? So, says, So, Allah will explain our Mishnah, B'matenot shebahechal. Amishnaz talking about not the Kodesh Kodashim sprinkling. We're talking about the sprinkling that was done in the Kodesh with the Kodashi. Targema ula de b'matanot shebahechal ka'amar. Meaning that when we said that you did the sa'ir before the par. So he's telling you what? Now you have to do the par afterwards. About shaitat tasir bimkomaita lechar matadam par bifnim. The shaitat, the side was done at the right time. Which means you, you sprinkle the par bifnim. Then you slaughtered the sa'ir. Very good. According to Allah, you're fine. Then what you do? You sprinkle the sa'ir bifnim. Then when you came out, the Kohen sprinkled Sa'ir first and then Par. Now, you have to learn if... And what did Al Mishnah say to do in that case now? In that case, sprinkle the Par again. So you have to say that Al Mishnah is following uh, not Rabbi Yehuda. Because Rabbi Yehuda said the only issues of out of order is the Gabbay, the Kodesh, Kodashim. So you have to say Al Mishnah is going like Rabbi Nehamya that says that the out of order even is affected in the Kodesh. So you have to say the Tanakh Kamala Mishnah Zabini Hamya. Again, because now the way all that is explaining it, the issue is in the Kodesh. And what does the Mishnah say? You gotta do something over again. Means according to the Yehuda, if you sprinkled Sa'id before part in the Kodesh, it's okay. Kodesh is not an issue of out of order. It is an issue. So therefore, again, according to Ula, you have to say Matnitin. Also explained like that. That's a very important interpretation of our Mishnah. When you go back to the Mishnah and learn uh, that um, so you have to understand it's talking about the Hechal. It's not talking about the Kodesh. Comes the Gemara and continues. Vechen ba'echal, vechen ba'mezbayah. So if you remember, our Mishnah actually separated all the sprinklings. The sprinkling in the Kodesh Kodashim is considered its own sprinkling. The sprinkling of the Hechal is its own sprinkling. The sprinkling of the Mizbayah is its own sprinkling. Nafkamina, if something was done out of order, or let's say the blood, I should say, spilled in between one of these services, so you only have to go back to what you're up to. You don't have to go back to the beginning. Because each sprinkling is considered separate. So now the Gemara comes along and says, Tanur Banan, we have a bright, and this bright over here is going to actually teach us, according to Rashi at least, what the sprinklings atone for. What's the Kodesh Kodeshim one, the Echal one, the Mizbeah, what do they accomplish? Avish Kippur, there's certain Avonot 
that the sprinklings of the blood mechaper. Uh, so the writer tells what these are. Tanur Banam, vechiper et mikdash hakodesh. Pasuk it says, and you atone mikdash hakodesh. What is this mikdash mikdash hakodesh? Zelifnai velifnim. This is talking about the sprinkling that's done in the kodesh kodeshim. Rashi zelifnai velifnim. Kiper bedamim alalu the kapara on that blood. It's mechaper for the sin of anybody entering the Kodesh Kodashim during the year or even on Kippur, betum'ah. You need atonement for that. So therefore the blood that's sprinkled in the Kodesh Kodashim on Kippur is mechaper for inadvertent entry into the Kodesh Kodashim, betum'ah. Rashi. Im nichnas adam sham and she gives us klalim of a rules that we have to accept that in order to be hayava korban when one enters the Kodesh Kodashim Bishogeg it has to be a case where he knows at one point that he was tamer before he entered, and then after he had a yidi'ah that he was tamer, he inadvertently entered the Kodesh Kodashim, but he forgot that he was tamer. So therefore he has a yidi'ah b'tchilah, but he does not have a yidi'ah b'sof. V'yafinan mikra'eh b'perek kamad shavuot, sha'ir zeh toleh aleha. So what is the sa'ir? The blood that he brings of the sa'ir in the Kodesh Kodashim protects the guy. Lagin mena yisurin, which means the guy eventually when he finds out he says, oh, well, I was Tameh when I walked in which means at the time that he walked in he had no idea that he was Tameh he forgot now six months later he says, you know what? I was Tameh that day I walked into the Kodesh Kodashim the Bishul Geg over here so now he's going to have to bring a Korban that's the deen now in those six months, he's guilty of a sin. And now Yisurin affliction is going to come on him. So what protects him from the Yisurin that are going to come on him until he brings his Qurban? The blood that they sprinkle of the Sa'ir in the Kodesh Kodeshim. So that's the first Hadus of the Blaita. V'chiper et Mikdash HaKodesh, the... Blood is mechaper for the Mikdash. What Mikdash? Entry into the Mikdash, into the Kodesh Kodashim, inadvertently, until he brings his Qurban, Olev Yored. So Rashid's Lashon was, Lahagim no mina Yisurim. To protect him from the Yisurim that is going to come because of that Avon. Right, so that's the first thing. Oil Mo'ed, the next part of the Pasuk says, so what do we learn from these words? Not only is that referring to the sprinkling of the hechal, but she says Same story. Somebody entered the kodesh this time. Tamer, yari yidiyah in the beginning. The darav yidiyah basof. There was pending now to bring a korban because he didn't know about it. Needs kapara for the yisurim. So that's the blood of the hechal. Mizbeach. When it says mizbeach, kemashbaro. What is mizbeach? 
that she's al tumashir al adam mizbeach. Now, obviously, this mizbeach over here has to be talked about the mizbeach haitzon, because we just talked about the kodesh. So now we got to go to the uh, azara outside. Now, vishaha kedesh takavaya. Now, you know, she tells us that he remained there the shiur of hishtakavaya, the amount of time that it would take for him to bow. That's the shiur. How long do you have to stand there in the azara by the mizbeach betumah? The one second, two seconds, and she gives you the shiur. However long it would take for a person to prostrate himself uh, down on the floor full, hishtakavaya. Okay, that's the shiur. The pasuk continues. Okay, I want you to read. I want you to read the whole pasuk. V'chipeh the mikdash hakodesh ve'toil mo'ed ve'etamizbayach yechaper. Now the word yechaper is obviously extra, because the beginning of the pasuk says v'chipeh. So the Gemara yechaper. What is the word yechaper coming to teach us? Elu azarot. These are referring to the azarot, which means you have the azrat uh, kohanim. Right, right, which is in front of the Mizbah Haitzon, uh, and you have the Ezrat Israel that is in front of that, which means if somebody comes Bitum'ah, in those areas he also has to be Mechaper, has to have Kapara. Now, even though the Mizbah Haitzon is also in the Azara, so I mean the Kaura, it's redundant. We, we mentioned the Azara already by saying the Mizbah Haitzon. And you have to say there's different levels of Kedushah by the Mizbaya than there is by the Azat uh, Israel and the Azat. Even though it's in the Azara proper, different areas are more Kedush. So again, the Korbanot of Yom Kippur are Mechaper so far on. Kodesh Kodashim Tum'ah, Kodesh Tum'ah, uh, Azara Tum'ah, Mizbaya Hitzon Tum'ah. Now, the end of the pasuk says, "Ve'al Kohanim, ve'al Kol Amakahal Yechaper." And for the Kohanim and for all the Kahal Yechaper, there will be atonement. So comes the Gemara and says, "Hakohanim kevashmahan." Right, Kohanim, as is mashmahan. There's an atonement for some sin that the Kohanim did. We'll see what sin this is. Ima Kahal elu Yisrael. Okay, Kahal is who Klai Yisrael. Yechaper, again, which is redundant, Elu Halviim. So now the Pasuk changes gears on us over and tells us there's a certain Kapara on Kippur that's Mechaper for Kohanim, Leviim, and Yisraelim equally. From the fact that the Pasuk was putting them all together, it seems that there's a certain Kapara that's done on Kippur that the Kohanim and the Levitim Yisraelim equally share in the atonement. So what is that? Shikulan mitkaperin besa'ira mishtalayach bishar averot. The Vedim Yehuda. Meaning, when the sa'ir, the goat, is thrown off of Azazel, and the Kohen throws it off, there's kapara. Right? Now that kapara is for everybody. Kohanim, Levim, Yisraelim. And what sins? Shar averot. What do you mean shar averot? Because regarding Tum'at Mikdash, which we just discussed, Kohanim, Nebiim, Yisraelim are not the same. The Israelim receive their Kapara from Tum'at Mikdash on the Sa'ir. Whereas the Kohen receive their Kapara on Tum'at Mikdash on the Par. So therefore, when it says at the end of the Pasuk, Kohanim, Nebiim, Yisraelim, you have to find an item that their atonement is equal. The Tum'at Mikdash is not equal. This is, the Kohanim get the par, they're, they're bulls of the, the, the Kohen. Right? Yes. 
Tazav, the par is for the Kohanim's Kaparat Mikdash Betum'ah, whereas the Sa'ir is for Israelim. So therefore, it's not Huzru. They both get Kaparah, but from different animals. So where's the Kohanim Levim Israelim Yechaper? On the Sa'ir La'azazel Bish'ar Averot. Because every other sin in the Torah besides Tum'at Mikdash gets handled by the Sa'ir Hamishtalayah. Look at Rashi. Hushvu Kulam. That last word in the pasuk yechaper, koanim nevim v'israelim, tumat mikdash v'kadashav, entering the bet mikdash betumah, yifshad hashvotan. You cannot say they equal regarding that. Why? Share a par mechaper al koanim v'sa'ira na'asa b'fnim al Israel. So therefore that they're not equal on that. The Kohen gets the par and the Israel gets the sa'ir. Oh, beheze kapara ujvu. So which kapara they equal? Melamed shikulam et kaparim bevidui shel sa'ira mishtalayah. Actually, the kapara is at the confession that they make. Kohen makes before they throw it off. Pish'ar averot. Regarding other sins. That's shitat Rabbi Yehuda. However, the bright that gives us another opinion. Rabbi Shimon Omer, Rabbi Shimon says, "Keshem shedam sa'ir, hanasab b'fnim, mechaper al Yisrael betumah mikdash vekadashav." Just like the blood, the blood sprinkling of the sa'ir is mechaper on Yisrael betumah mikdash, kag dam hapar. Good. So to Damapar will cover the Kohanim for Tumat Mikdash. It's just like the Vidui of the Sa'ira Mishtalayah. The confession is Mechaper al Yisrael Bishar Averot. So to the Vidui of the Par is Mechaper al Kohanim Averot. Which is a Bishamor as a totally different Chitayah. He says the Kohanim's Kapara only comes from the Par. There's two parts of the Par. There's the sprinkling of the blood of the Par, and there's the Vidui of the Par. All the Kohen's atonement for any Avon comes from the Par. From the sprinkling to Mat Mikdash. Why? Just like the sprinkling of the Sa'ir atones for Tumat Mikdash of Yisraelim, so the sprinkling of the pot atones for Tumat Mikdash of Kohanim. That's fine. And just like the Vidui of the Sa'ir of Ishtalayah is Mechapet for Shahar Avirot of Yisrael, so the Vidui of the pot again is Mechapet for Kohanim for Shahar Avirot. So we have a fantastic Mahlokan over here between the Yudan and the Shimon, which which animals are mechaper for what type of sins? Whereas according to the Yehuda, Hushvu, Kohanim, Nevim, Yisraelim, Sayyidim, Mishtalayah, everybody's attached to the Sayyidim, Mishtalayah, Shahar Averot. According to Rabbi Shemal, no, Kohanim get their atonement specifically from the Par. All other animals, the Sa'id, they only affect Shahar Averot of Yisrael and not of Kohanim. Look at Rashi. Rabbi Shimon Omer, Keshem Shedam Asair Nasab Fnim Mechaper Al Yisrael Betumat Mikdash Vekadashav Ve'En Imo Vidui. There's no Vidui on that uh, that Sair. Right? There's only a Vidui on the 
part of the Kohen, correct? There's no, there's no uh, right. The Seder Mishtaleh, exactly. Not on the side that's sprinkled Bifnim. Kak Dama Par, Belo Vidui, Mechaper Lakoanim, Betumat Mikdash Mekadashaf. Just like no Vidui on Sa'ir, Mechaper on Tumat Mikdash, so to no Vidui by Par, is Mechaper on Kohanim, for Tumat Mikdash. Hushem, Shividui, Shalsayna Mishtaleh, Mechaper Yisrael, Shara Averot, Kak Vidui, Shalpar, Mechaper on Kohanim, or Masekas Shavuot Parchinan, so the Gemara in Masechet Shemot asks, What do you mean? So, so where, 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 is, where is it equal? Which means, comes out the Kohanim, the Levi'im, and the Israelim, they're not equal on any of the Kaparot. There's no one Korban that atones for everybody equally. So the Gemara says, What they're equal is that they all get Kapara. From different animals, but everybody gets the same kapara for Shara Averot and for Tumat Mikdash. Miu kolehad mechaper benideh, but each one gets kapara from his own uh, from his own animal. So Rabbi Shmuel has a more uh, uh, flexible understanding of hushvu. Right? It's not exactly the same. It's more general, I should say. It's the the kenyan of the kapara. Now again, this is the way. Um, that she understands uh, this Braita. Other Rishonim have a different understanding of the Braita because they have certain questions on Nashi. And they basically learn this Braita teaching us not the Kapara of Bifnim and uh, entering the Mikdash Betumah. They just learn that this Pasuk is coming to teach us that not only uh, did the laws of the sprinkling of the bloods apply in the times of Aharon and Kohen. But these laws apply for the future generations. So that's just the makhluk that she doesn't learn that way, obviously, but there's others that have different shita. Now we go continue another bright. Continue. Now we have a braita. Now this braita uh, is going to explain to us how we know that each sprinkling is considered separate. Okay? Kodesh Kodeshim, the Kodesh, and the Mizbayah. Same pasuk that we just quoted. That's a sprinkling in the Kodesh Kodeshim. Or in Mu'ed, Zechal, Mizbayach, Kemashma'o. Melamed, Shekulan, Kapara, Kapara, Mifni'atzman. From here, from the fact that Pasuk puts them in separate uh, terminologies, so we learn that each item is its own Kapara. Nafkamina. Mikan Amru. So from here we learn. They said, Natan Miksat Matanot Shibifnim. And he started to put the Matanot Bifnim. What happened? Vinishpak Adam. The blood spilled. Yavi Dam Aher. Viyatheel Batahilab Matanot Shibifnim. Quite the Tanakama. Start over. Start over Bifnim. You know, the sprinkling again. Rabbi Azab, Rabbi Shimon Omrim. Like we learned in the Mishnah, the Bilah Azabishwan say, no, you just continue where you left off. Meaning, if you started three the sprinklings, just continue, you know, the next uh, four or the next uh, five. Gamar etamatanot shibifnim. And you finish matanot shibifnim. Vinishpach adam. Now the blood spilled. Yavi dam ahir viyatheel betheelab matanot shibaychal. Now you don't have to go redo the Kodesh Kodeshim once, you start in the Echal. Natan miksat matanot shibaychal. If you put the partial matanot of the Echal, finish back Adam. Tanakama says, Yavi dam ha'ir v'yatri b'tchila b'echal. Rabbi el-Azav, Rabbi Shemur, Omrim, Eru matril elam, nimma kom shepasak. Same shita. 
you start from where you left off. Gabav matanot shebaichal. He finished echal. Venishpach adam yavi dam acher veyatchir betchilav matanot hamizbeach. Okay, you start with the third stage. You don't got to start from the echal again. You start from the hamizbeach. Now, tam mixat matanot shemamizbeach. You put partial matanot hamizbeach. Venishpach adam yavi dam acher veyatchir betchilav matanot hamizbeach. According to Tanakama, the Mizbah is its own entity, but you, you can't split it up. Meaning, if the blood spilled in the middle of the process, bring new blood and start again. Again, from this, where he finished, from there he picks up and continues. Now, Gamar Let's say he finished the Matarot According to everybody in this Braita, the pouring the blood on the yesod is not me'akiv. That is not, that, that is not, that's I swear, the rabbis of this braita is the v'rakol. But yesterday we learned, according to the Yohanan, that according to everybody, the v'rakol, the yesod is me'akiv. So therefore, obviously, it's not every shita in the world when it says the v'rakol. Because we learned shita yesterday, that says, Kamsi says, Amar Rabbi Yohanan, Ushnehem, which means both the Tanakam of this Braita and the Mirazavar Bishimon in their respective opinions. The main Mahlokan in this Braita obviously is do you pick up where you left off, like the Mirazavar Bishimon, or do you have to start the process from the beginning? So the Bihanan says basically they learn their Shita from the same Pasuk. Midam Hatata Kipurim Ahat Bashana. Right, the Gemara quotes a pasuk of Yohanan, Midam Hatat Kippurim, from the blood of the Hatat of Kippur, that's done Ahat Bashana, that's literally done once a year. So the Gemara says, Bimi'ir Sabar, Hatat Ahat Amarti Lecha, Velo Shete Hataot. Which means the sprinklings can only be done with one Korban Hatat. Now when the blood spills, if you're going to pick up where you left off, you did it with two hataot. Understand? You started with one, and then the blood spilled, you finished with a second one. It's when it says ahat, it's going hatat ahat. Atonement is only with one hatat. Good? They learned the word hatat in the pasuk, is lashon chitui. Chitui is a sprinkling. So therefore, there's only one sprinkling. You don't you don't double sprinkle. Now again, if you go back and repeat, that means you sprinkled part of it twice. So therefore, you only pick up where you left off. So it's the machlok and how to learn is the ahat in the pasuk meaning hatat ehat one animal or one sprinkling according to Rabbi Azav and Rabbi Shimon. Now Tanya. Now before we get to this Braita, let's review just a law that applies to the Mitzvah. Now we're going to go start learning some of the laws of the Mitzvah again. Okay, Mitzvah is eighth day, when he was going down to get atonement. He has to bring a Qurban Asham. Besides the Qurban Asham, he brings a Log Shemin. Right? He has to bring a Log of Shemin. Now, what do the Quranim do with this Log Shemin? As we learned, they have to sprinkle it on the uh, Mitzvah. They sprinkle it on his right earlobe, on his thumb of the right hand, and his big toe of his right uh, of his right foot. Okay, that's the uh, the, the, the process. 
So now the Gemara is going to discuss if let's say, or what are we going to hold if let's say the oil spilled in the uh, middle of the process. So the Gemara says, Tanya, we have a Braita. Amar Rabbi. Uh, Rabbi says, Li Hilek Rabbi Yaakov Belugin. Regarding the log of the Shemin of the Mitzorah, Rabbi Yaakov made a hiluk. He made a difference. Meaning, whatever we just said by Kippur, by the blood spilling, there's a difference in the blood spilling on Kippur and the oil spilling by the Mitzorah. What's the difference? Rashi. See Rashi, Li Hilek, Rabbi Yaakov Belugin, Li Natan Rabbi Yaakov Hiluk. He gave a difference. Belog Shemin Shal Mitzorah. It's not the same law of the blood of Kippur. And he told me like this. He taught me like this. They also would sprinkle the oil seven times towards the parochet. Um, okay, that's also Besides the sprinkling on the Mitzvah itself, they sprinkle the oil towards the parochet. Umatan behonot, and of course putting it on the big toe and the big uh, thumb, and the thumb. Ah, even the Vilazavishamon hold, if the oil spills, we do the whole thing over again. By Kippur, that's we have the Bahloka. Do you continue where you left off? But the Biakov said, Yeah, yeah, that's by Kippur. But for some reason, by the log of Shemin of Mitzorah, it's a redo from the beginning always. Why? Dikhtiv log ehad Shemin. Because the Pasuk clearly says one log of Shemin. Log ehad amartileka liyota kaparabo velo shene lugin. There, even if Yazari Shimon, they learn a derash, log ehad. You can only get kaparabo with one log. Now, if you're going to continue where you left off, you end up doing it with two logs. The first hip was done with the first log, and the second hip was done the second log. So therefore, log echad, the koytim yadav shavon over here teaches me what? Only one log. By Kippur, you can learn the word hatat echad. I can play on the word hatat, chitui. There have flexibility. Hatat is chitui, you're sprinkling. So they would tell me, sprinkle once. But is there any, how could you learn log echad? Log echad means one log. No, no, what? Wait, no, no. That, well, what's going on? Could you say log? What do you have to tell me? Log ehad. That's going out of its way to tell me that one log has to accomplish the entire kapara. So that was the B Yaakov's Hiluk. Now, guess what the B was saying? Comes Gemara says, Velo? Are they not arguing by Mitzurah also? Vehatanya, we have a Beferush Braita. Natan, Niksat, Matanot, Shebifnim. By the Mitzvah, started sprinkling the oil, let's say, towards the uh, parochet, right? Towards the Kodesh, exactly. Finishpach halog. Yavi log acher, v'yatchil b'tchila b'matanot shibaychal. Good, Tanakama, start again. Rabbi Meir. Rabbi Elazar, Rabbi Shimon, Omrim, m'makom shibasak u'matchil. Pick up from where he left off. <laughs> so you see, right away, the, the way we quoted the Biyakov is wrong. You're telling me now by uh, Mitzorah, everybody agrees. Hold it. You see, clearly this Braita, 
They don't agree. Now continue the Braita. Gamar Matanot Shebaechav. Okay, they finished the Matanot Shebaechav by the oil. Then Ishpach Halog. Then now the log spilled. Yavi Log Acher V'yatchil B'tchilat Matanot Shebaechav. Which means, just like by Bitta Mikdash, by Kippur, there's separate processes. So also, we separate the process of the Log Shemin. There's the Parochet, that's the Nehekal. Then you have the Behonot. Those are two separate items. So if it's spilled, after you're sprinkled by the Hechal, take another log and just start the Behonot. That's, That's a separate item. You don't have to start again from the, uh, from the Parochet. Right? Just like we said by Kippur. Now, Natam Miksat Matarama Behonot. Now, you started the Behonot. You started sprinkling on the Behonot. What happened? Vinishpach Alog. Yavilog Akhel Viyatkhebit Fadim Matarash of Behonot. And Tarakama started again from the beginning of the parts of the Behonot. Again, you see clearly, you just pick up where you left off. Last part of the bright. Right, you finish with the matrot of the behonot. Now, let's review. What did you do after there was leftover oil now? What you would, what you would do with the leftover oil, the Kohen would take it and pour it on the head of the Mitzorah. So the question is, after you did all the Be'onot, now the oil spilled, what's the deen? Okay, everybody agrees, you don't have to get new oil for the head. Jeez, if you have the leftover oil, you put it on the head, it fell. The head is not Me'akev. Okay, that's the, that's the, the bottom line. We have a, a question over here. How did you tell me that Rabbi Yaakov, Rabbi says, Rabbi Yaakov told me that what? It's different. It's not different. It's exactly, it's exactly the same mahlukit by Log Shemin as it is by Kippur. So comes again with says, Ema, now you have to change it. Say it like this. Lishana Rabbi Yaakov He taught me the mahlukit by Lugi. Which means really it's the same. Not, which means, some want to say he's not changing the word chilek. No, some want to say he's not changing the word chilek. He's just reinterpreting what the word chilek means. We interpret chilek, he differentiated. He's saying, no, the word chilek means shanali, he taught me. If that's the interpretation of, of chilek. Okay, so that's that. Comes the Gemaran says, means you, you can say like this, chilek is mahlokit. So you can say, Lee, he gave me the mahlokit of the rabbis of the Bibi'in and the Bibi'in the case of Mitzvah. That's, that, that's how he's learning it. Okay. So Kanzi Gemaran says, so basically comes that we have a mahlokit by Mitzvah just as well like we have by Kippur, same uh, mahlokit. We just learned, Matanot Rosh in Me'akibot. Bottom line, the leftover oil that's in the Kohen's hands that we said you pour on the head of the Mitzvah. If you didn't do it spilled, it's not Me'akib. Kemarah says, my Tama, what's the, what's the reason for this over here? And what I says, Ilema mishum dikhti v'annotar min ha-shemen. Because the Pasuk says, V'annotar min ha-shemen asher al-kaf ha-kohen yitin al-rosh ha-mittahir l'chapir alav d'vne ha-shem. Where was this oil, by the way? The oil of the sprinkler was in the Kohen's palm. That's how he sprinkled. He would have the oil in his um, left hand, holding it in his hand. Mama should palm. And he would dip his fingers in the palm and sprinkle, okay? Now, if there's leftovers, he takes it and puts it on the, on the Misora's head. So he calls it notar. 
So maybe he said there's only shirayim, it's leftovers. So it's not makim, it's not the main uh, main item. So the Gemara says, oh, since when does notar not a not a serious issue? The Gemara says, my time, I love you. The Gemara notar min hashemen elamehata ben noteret min hamincha hachinamid lo meakbe. We know you have noteret from mincha, the leftovers of the mincha. What's leftovers? After the grain takes the comets. Whatever's left in the bowl is considered notar. Now we know notar is very serious because the deen is that if a drop of the shiraim is missing before he takes the comments and puts it on the mizbeach, the comments is invalid. So therefore you see notar is a serious item. You can't just say it's notar. So what? It spells on the floor, big deal. What do you mean? Not, the word notar is used by minha, uh, and we know that the notar is vital to be intact at the time that they're putting the comments on the uh, mizbeach. So the Gemara says, "Shani hatam dichtiv umetar ve'anotar," which means the Torah uses a double language by the notar of the mitzora, and therefore this is considered notar of notar, which means it's the leftovers of the leftovers. That's why it's not me'akeh, which means you have the uh, sprinkling of the hechal. Okay. Then it says, the leftovers of the sprinkling of the hechal, the notar of that, you put on his big toe and big thumb. And the leftovers of that, you pour on his head. So that's considered the notar of notar. Yeah, two different pesukim, but the point is, it's already the second notar. That's the point. Correct. It's the second time that it mentioned. That means it's notar of notar. Look at the last sheet. Shani hacha. Bottom, two lines on the bottom. Shani hacha dekhtib umetar hashemid van notar. Matanot behonot kiruim shirayim. Already at the behonot is called leftovers. Dechtiv behu umotar hashemen umatanat arosh kiruim shire shirayim. That's already leftovers and leftovers. Dechtiv behu vanotar bishirayim rishonim yitin arosh hametayev. Okay, so that's that. Comes the Gemara and says, Amar Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Yochanan taught. Hashem mitzora sheshachato shelo lishmo. Okay, now one of the things that the mitzora has to bring on his eighth day is a korban. It's called Hashem mitzora, an animal. So now, normally you have to slaughter it lishem mitzora, lishem hatat. Okay, lishem Hashem actually. Let's say they slaughtered it, not lishem Hashem. What do they do it for? Rashi. Hashem mitzora sheshachato shelo lishmo. Which means the animal is still kasher, but it doesn't count for the owners for whatever obligation he was bringing it for. So the Shaman Rabbi Meir de Amar Yavi Aher Vyatil Bataida going to the Bimi that says you don't split services up, which is once one part of the service is invalid, you have to start from the beginning of the service. So you have to bring another animal obviously from the beginning and slaughter it the right way. Look at Lashi. Banu in this subject, right? An avoda that partially becomes invalid. 
So the whole thing becomes invalid. Avzu il velon nigmera sharelo alta l'shem choba. When he swore it, it wasn't a shem choba. Afapish noten mimen shenatan mimenu lebeonot. Even though, let's say, he sprinkled on the beonot. Because, by the way, besides the oil, he also sprinkled the blood of the asham on the uh, thumb and the toe of the mitzvah. So he sprinkled. It's like he did nothing. So you have to start the process again. But according to Bezabi Shimon, let's say you just pick up where you left off. Misham, that's where you pick up. Here there is no takana. Why? Why is there no takana? Means there's nothing you can do, you're stuck. Why is stuck? Nashi. Which means they hold that whatever was done until that point is good. You just have to continue. So why don't you just take another asham and uh, finish it up? You can't. You know why? The pasuk clearly says by the Mesorah, Asham Echad Amarti Decha Velo Shete Ashamot Ve'acha Leka Lethoye Kedarim Ne'ayel Hituy Echad Amarti Decha Hilkach Eno Takana Which means clearly you only get one shot one, 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 one Asham You can't split it with two Ashams So never coin to the beat In this case over here The guy stuck forever Which means the guy now this Mitzorah There is no way he can get out of his Mitzorah What point? Which once the Bahanot, or they the did the Bahanot, let's say, and they spilled the blood in the interim of the Behonot. Oh, so that's now, that's, yeah, that's the case we're saying now. So they Tosafot, I'll speak it out. The Tosafot over here is a, a bomb question, obviously, on over here how to understand Nashid, the way we're understanding it. The Chara, these cases are not similar to the case we've been discussing above. The case we discussed above is the sprinkling or the blood of the Kippur was Kashir. It just what in the middle of the process it fell. So I understand that Bilalabishaman says just pick up where you left off because what you did till now was uh, viable. Here, however, the guy slaughtered the Qurban Asham, it's it's pursued in the beginning. Even according to Bilalabishaman, he should be able to start from scratch. How can they come over here and say, What you're in the middle of the process? You're in the middle of the process. No process over here. So the Rashash defends Rashi over here. The chances is a big Hadush. He says, what happens to this Qurban that you did L'Shem Ola? So he says, true, it's not going to mechaper for the Mitzorah, but you do put it on the Mizbeah. And it goes on the Mizbeah L'Shem Asham. Now we know that an Asham cannot be put on the Mizbeah as an Adaba. An Asham can only be put on the Mizbeah as a Hayyuv. So you have to say that the Asham that's being put on the Mizbah is coming from who? It's coming from the Hayyuv of the Mitzorah. So bottom line, it's as if he brought an Asham already. And since the Torah says you can only bring one Asham in the Mitzorah process and not two Ashamot, once the blood spills, so comes the Gemara and says, Matkif la Rav Chizda. So Rav Chizda comes along and asks the question. Veha oto ketiv. So what do you mean? It says in the Pasuk, oto. Look at Rashi. Va oto, oto means it. 
ve'kriv oto le'asham, and you will bring it, meaning the the one asham as a korban. Oto shehunaf imalog. What would they do to this asham of the mitzora? They would wave it. They would take the log shemin with it, and they would they would make it. No, the log shemin and the animal itself. They would make a tirufa on it. Now it says velo ahir. It says you wave it and not another one. Which means over here it's with the it. Katuv, it's one. It's the only one you use, meaning even the Bimi'ir should say that if you messed up in, the, in this thing over here, it's over. Because bottom line, it's to some degree, and you, you brought the Asham already, you're stuck. So that's the question that Hazda asks on Rabbi Yohanan. How are you telling me Banu the Mahloket? Hey, there's no Mahloket over here. By the case of the Asham of the Mitzorah, and no Takana across the board. Comes the and says, Kasha. Yeah, this is a Kasha. I mean, they can't answer it now. Tanya Kivatet Rabbi Yohanan. But the Gibran now brings a Braita to support Rabbi Yohanan's view. That what? That there is an opinion that says you bring another one. Asham Mitzorah Sheshachato Shelo Lishmo That's the case we had O Shelo Natan Midamo Legabe Behonot Oh, they didn't sprinkle it on the uh, thumb or the big toe of the coin of the Mitzorah Hareze Ole Legabe Mizbayah Doesn't matter Not Ma'akiv You put it on the Mizbayah Vita'un Nesachim and you also have to bring this wine with it. Every korban has wine with it. The sadiq asham aher leakshiro. Look at that. But you need another asham to, to make it kasher. So you see clearly a brighter that even though you brought one asham by the mitzvah, but since it wasn't done correctly, you bring another asham. So clearly got a brighter here that the B Yohanan uh, is supports that the Avi supports the Yohanan's opinion that what you can't bring. Two ashams. Look at Rashi. Tanya kivetet Rabbi Yochanan diika leman damar yavi acher lachshiro lemetzora zel taro lechol bekadashim. Right, as long as the metzora um, does not bring this korban, he's not allowed to eat kadashim. So therefore, when it says lachshiro, it means to kosher him, to allow him to eat kadashim. Uh, how is Rav Hasdag going to answer this brayta? Right, Rav Hasdag's claim was, hey, oto. It says oto, yeah, you can only bring one. What does it mean when it says in the Braitha Tsarikh Asham Akhir? Tsarikh the end of Takana. He has to bring another one, but he can't. Tsarikh doesn't mean Yavi. Yeah, technically he's gotta bring another Qurban to eat Kadashim. But he can't bring another because it's Oto. So therefore he learns the words of the bright that Sarikh, Sarikh means he has to, but what? Eno takana. Vetani tana. And he's going to prove to you from another Braita that it's going to say the word Sarikh, but Sarikh is going to mean Eno takana. How? Vetani tana Sarikh ve'eno takana. Oh, it's a good question. What do you mean? The Braita says the word Sarikh. And you're telling me it means Eno takana? A little strange. So the Gibbala says, In, yes. I'll prove it to you. Nazir Memorat. A bold Nazir. Now, what's the case? After a Nazir, he accepts upon himself a vow of Nazir, let's say for 30 days. Right? After 30 days, we have to shave his hair. But let's say the Nazir is bold. 
Now the question is, you can't shave the hair of a bald man. So therefore, what do you got to do? So the Gemara says, Bet Shemay Omrim Tzarich Avarat Tahar. Bet Shemay says, you got to take the razor and go over his uh, over his head. Bet Tzarich Omrim En Tzarich Avarat Tahar. Bet Tzarich says, what do you mean? The guy's bald. En Tzarich Avarat Tahar. V'amar of Avina, Kishu Omrim Bet Shemay Tzarich. When Bet Shemay said Tzarich, you know what that meant? Tzarich Ve'enu Takana. Means... You need Avaratar. But this guy, you can't make Avaratar because he's bald. And therefore, the guy remains a Nazir for, uh, for the rest of his life. He can't get out of his Nazirut. But to get out of your Nazirut, you have to have Avaratar. So, so what do you see over here? You see that, but that brings you proof. It's sometimes it says the word Sarik. But Sarik means Sarik and Takana. So the same thing I'll tell you by the Asham of the Nazir. And the Asham of the Mitzvah. That what? Sarik la viyachayet. But he can't because you only bring one. So Sarik ve'en takana. So the Fazdaz says, I'm good. That terminology works for me. Exactly. Now, Ufliga derav pedat. Now, the Gemara goes on a side point here. This Bright that we just quoted by Nazir, by the bold Nazir, and we explained it, Bechamai is telling you, it's Sarik ve'en takana, that whole understanding. This way of understanding that we just said is not the way that Pedat understood it. Why would the Pedat say? Damara Pedat, Bechamai, Verabil Azar Amru, Davar Ehad. Bechamai and Rabil Azar in a different place, they said one Shita. Bechamai had the Amran. Bechamai, we just said his opinion. And we'll see what this means in a minute. Rabil Azar, Ditnan, En lo Bohen Yad u Bohen Regel. Let's say the Mitzorah, he doesn't have a thumb. He doesn't have a right thumb or he doesn't have a right toe. En lo tahara olamit. The first opinion says, finished, he's like, he cannot purify him. He's stuck forever. Because the Torah says you've got to sprinkle on the bohan. Rabbi Lazar omed noten al mekomo v'yotzeh. He says, ah, listen, if you can't do it on the actual thumb, so don't learn the pesukim so literally, which means if you can't do what the Pasuk says, so the Pasuk means go go to the next next thing exactly. So that's the Bil Azar. The Bil Azar, if you can't put it on the Bohan, put it on the place of the Bohan. And that's the way they're going to swim at Shemai. But Shemai also holds like this. Listen, Torah says you got to do the Tar over his hair. He doesn't have hair? I should do it over his scalp. You run, run, run over his scalp, which means you have no choice. So therefore, the, the Shita that's common over here is. Uh, I'm going to quote you the last show. Look at the pasuk. Look at that she. That she says like this. Lo ba'inan krak dichtiv hechad lo efshar. That's the cloud we're discussing over here now. You don't need to follow the pasuk as it's written if you can't. That's the issue over here. The way that pedat's learning. Therefore, wait. Therefore, the gabedi nazir. The bold Nazir. Bet Shammai says, Sarik Lavir Ta'ar. Right, you got to put the Ta'ar over his head. So we said, according to the first opinion, Sarik, man, takana. Therefore, you can't do it. Rapidat says, no, no, no. Sarik, and do it. But the Pasuk says, on his hair. Yeah. But when you can't fulfill the Pasuk as it says, you, you do, it, do it a different way. How do you know that? Just like Rabbi Lazar said, by a Mitzvah doesn't have a Bohan. Torah says you've got to sprinkle on the Bohan. He doesn't have a Bohan. Sprinkle him in the next best place. Sprinkle him on the place where his Bohan was. So you don't need to follow the Pasuk literally when you can't. Good? Now, Rabbi Shimon Omer, Imnatan al shel semol yatsa. Rabbi Shimon says, put it on the left. 
So it comes out you have uh, three way machlokin over here. We close the door. According to the first shita, it's such over. You cannot do it. No, no, no thumbs. Can't do it. Rabbi Lazar says, no, do it in the place where the thumb was. Do it on his left hand. Tarubanan. New point. We have a brighter. Velakak mida ma'asham. Now, the blood of the asham of the mitzvah was taken and some of it was sprinkled by the parochit, the kodesh. And some of the blood was actually sprinkled on the mitzorah himself, which we don't usually do. Usually we don't sprinkle the blood of the animal on the uh, God that needs kapara. Mitzorah is uh, an exception. They take the blood itself of the asham, like we said, the kohen, and he, with his right hand, he puts it on his boan, and tenuchoz and aymanit, and on the right earlobe, etc. Okay? Now the Pasuk's language is Vilakak Midama Asham. And you will and the Quran will take from the blood of the Asham. Yaqul Bikeli. Does he take it with a keli? Meaning does he does he hold the blood in a vessel? Tamud Lomar Vinatan. It says Vilakah Vinatan. Ma nitina Baatsmo Shil Kohen Aflikiha Baatsmo Shil Kohen. Just like when he places it on the Mitzorah, he places it with his hands. Not with a keli. So just like the netina is with a, the hands of the kohen, so to the lekiha, the blood is also not in a keli, it's in the hands of the kohen. Now what does that mean? When he slaughters the animal, he catches the blood with his hands. So the Gemara says, Yachol aflem is Which means, what? Are you talking that even the blood that's sprinkled on the mizbayah? You tell me that that blood also is caught in his hands and he sprinkles it from his hands to the Mizbayah? Tamud Omar ki hatki ki hatat ha'asham. Who? Ma hatat ta'unat keli, af asham ta'un keli. Which means we have a hekesh in the Torah, it puts hatat and asham together. And we have a hekesh to tell me, just like Korban hatat, you gotta catch it with a keli. So to Korban asham, you gotta catch it with a keli. So, uh, make up your mind now. <laughs> Either you're catching it with a keli, or you're catching it in your hands. What are you doing over here? So the Gemara says, Nimseta ta'omer, Asham mitzura shne kohanim mekabedim et damo. The Asham mitzura, two kohanim would catch the blood. Echad biyad, vechad bekeli. As the blood's coming out, got a keli there, and another kohan's got his hands there. Zeshi kibel bekeli, balo etzel mizbeach. Which means, yeah, you have two kohanim over here working. You need a keli, and then the other one's catching also with his hands. Now, he puts it, catches it in his left hand, because he has to sprinkle with his right. So he just dips into his head, and he sprinkles. Look at that she over here. Velakah. See the she dibur matri, velakah. Velakah be'asham mitzorah ketiv. Velakah ha'kohen midam ha'asham. Vechol lekiha amura bedam tekef l'shchita l'ashon kabalau. Meaning it's l'ashon kabalau. Lakah is right after the shchita you catch the blood. Yachol aflem is be'yachken. Even for the mizbeach, the kaimanan asham mitzorah ta'un matan damin l'gabem is be'yach. Kishar ashamot. You have to pour the blood l'gabem the mizbeach like other ashamot. Veze devar shaya bich. Now watch what she says of it. Now, the Chaurah, what's the question? 
if every other asham, you got to pour on the mizbayah. And we know every other asham, normally kabbalat adam is done with a keli. So then, what's the she'erah? What do you mean? Yachol, after mizbayah? Can you catch the blood with your hands? What's the she'erah? Is it an asham? Yes. Does asham have mizbayah pouring? Yes. Every asham is with a keli. So that she's asking a question now. Which even which you have, Amina. So that she says, I'll tell you what that means. Vezeh davashiyah bichlal. Yes, Asham Mitzvah was part of the general klal of Ashamot. But what? Viyatsa. It went out. You know why it went out? Because no, because you catch it with your hands. Right. So now it's really, it's really different Asham over here. No other Asham is the king. have blood in his hands. So now already we said, oh, once already we see that this Asham is different. It was an item that was bichlal. And then what? Yatsa. So now when it's Yatsa, we want to know, maybe even for the Mizbayah, catch with it. Once you see it's different, it's, it's different, it's different, it's not a normal one. So therefore, the Gebel, she comes along and says, Now we're judging a new item, which we're catching in the ends. So now that the Pazul came along and said, uh, comes and tells me everything about an Asham. It's always, you have to catch it. So again, it was Bichlal uh, Asham. It was removed and then it was brought back. back. Beautiful. Now just like needs Which means, how do we know that a khatat gets keli? How do you know any korban needs a kabbalat keli when you receive the blood? Because we have a pasuk, it says, Zot ha-Torah la'ola, la-minha, la-hatat, la-asham. It's comparing all these together. Now, U-ba'ola b'shlamim ketiv, v'yasin ba'aganot. By ola and shlamim, we know you have to catch it in the keli. So once in a while, ola shlamim, and the Torah puts hatat and asham in the same pasuk, that's how I know keli. V'asham na-meh me'echad gamar hatat gamar iu. Ela asham misura mishum diyatsa lido b'davar hadash bebo enyar bo enregel ve'ozun yemarid husak la'azirol lechol b'keshad hatat asham. Which means like this. That she's bothered with the question here. How do I know kabbalat dam? I know kabbalat dam. Zot a Torah. Zot Torah a hat. Get the pasuk. Zot a Torah la'ola v'la'minha v'la'hatat v'la'asham. These are all equal. Okay, well, what's equal about them? You need a keli. How do I know? Because I know by olan shalamin, clearly it says vayasim ba'aganot. So once olan shalamin is keli, all of them are keli. So hold it. I got a befirush pasuk that says asham has a keli. So what are you quoting me another thing there? Kahatat v'kaasham to tell me that the asham mitzorah is a keli. I have this pasuk already that tells me asham is a keli. So that she answers, because it was yatsah. Very good. I'm just reading you Rashi. Rashi says, and, ah, you're going to ask me, once I have a pasuk for asham, uh, what do I need this other kahatat v'kaasham uh, pasuk? Ella, because it's not the regular asham. Because it left. Why did it leave? Because you put it in your hands. 
What you putting out there, man? You put in the hands for the Mizbayah. Kalash Malan, Kaltat Kasham, that tells me that what? Kasham also of the Mitzorah needs Kelly. I, if he needs Kelly, how do you do it? Kelly your hand. Two Kwani, one catching it in a Kelly and one catching it in his hands.